Hello, everyone. Jane here from Your Weight Loss. And today we're talking about meal plans. Hi, Leash. Well, hello. Well, hello. How are you today? I'm good. I actually just looked at Instagram and just saw your poll about your hideous jean jacket. Uh, I'm wondering um, how the votes are going to go. Jeff said, Jeff said it wasn't looking good for me. That's what he told me. I'm, I'm like, I'm half and half, but you have had, you're trendier than me. And there's things that you do that I'm like, "Mm." and then a month later, there I am. (laughs) There I am purchasing one. Um, you know, it's not my everyday jacket. It's like, it has its own look. I'm also looking into, um, those like fleece, um, uh, it's like a, it's like if I was like going hunting, you know, those, um, not hunting, but yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? It has like a hood and sometimes you can wear it around your waist with like white sneakers and a cute little crop. Is it just a hoodie? No, 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 no. So it opens up. It can button up. Usually it buttons up, but you don't button it up here. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to okay. like, I just saw someone that had one and I was like, oh, it's like a thing. Here's my um, question. Do we think maybe I like the idea of the oversized jacket? Do we think it's maybe too oversized? Okay, I know exactly what you mean. Um, it was the one that was on sale. That's all that mattered at this point. Um, it's it's size medium though. And I was like, so I asked the girl, how does it work? Do you purchase a bigger size and that's what makes it oversized? And she says, like, she says, Oh, try this one. It's an extra large. And I was like, I think that's a little too much. And she's like, Nope. Like everyone's, and I'm like, what about a person that's usually extra large? What do they get? She's like extra large as well, but like it would fit longer. Like she's like, or get a bigger size, a double XL. I'm like, interesting. Anyway, so she's like, we have a medium in the back and it's on sale. So it was only like, you saw that it's also like, it has, it's, it's a different look than what I've usually seen out there. It's longer. I might need you to see it more styled. Like maybe I need to see. Oh, Okay. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go with like this red, but still you see that like a hunter wears this. Okay. So it's the like plaid pattern that plaid is appealing pattern. to you? Plaid pattern. Okay. okay. And it's like fleecy and it's okay. oversized. It's okay. also oversized, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I would not wear this every day. Just like my oversized jean jacket, it like has a certain, you need to have a certain outfit underneath. You need to be at a certain place. It's not something I would wear on date night. It's not something, it's like, it has a specific moment where you're like, this is a oversized jean jacket kind of day kind of outfit. I have the perfect event for that when you're going to Holy Whale at like 4 p.m. That's like the perfect outfit. Absolutely. There you go. You're getting Um, beer. You're like, cool. You're cool. Also, maybe too old for it. Also, I I told Jeff, maybe it's just the audience is not agreeing because my audience is more my age. And most of the people 40 years old might not be like, yes, into this oversized jean jacket that is not really it's not flattering let's not not say the word 40 yet okay let's all right because you're close to that right you know what though it's funny I just recently like purchased like an oversized hoodie and when I first started losing weight I wanted everything as tight 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 and tiny as possible and I just sold some stuff out of my closet and I realized like how my style had shifted and it's no longer and maybe it's because the style has changed but it's actually, I'm really enjoying the freedom of literally wearing what I want. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was way 70 pounds heavier, wearing an oversized hoodie would have just been like, 
for me it's personally, what you wanted. yes. For me personally, I wouldn't have liked the look. I know what you mean. Um, and and the look is for a different reason as well, like the oversized. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're not like, look how sexy I am in my oversized plaid. And there's like up. you go in and out of that, right? You go to like. Right now, I'm all. I'm not about like how can I look the smallest possible in terms of my outfits. It's like how can I look trendy and cool mm. and young. I mean, if you stay young, then that'll help me stay young. So I support you. Okay, perfect. Um, But it certainly is not, it's not flattering. It's a style. It's like its own thing. Like it is what it is. But like, I just want to be able to wear things that catch your attention and you don't know how you feel about it. I like that. I do too. I, you know what? I had a moment where someone made a comment about my earrings in one of our TikToks. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know what? I like that people are talking about my earrings. I like that Absolutely. some people are like, those are so hideous. Yes. Oh my God. Same. And like, obviously I did that poll and this was like three, what, a week ago I bought this jacket. I am not returning the jacket. It is, I want it. I like it. It, it has its place in my life. It's like a poutine. Um, and I was like, you know what? Like I, I did that poll for entertainment. I did that poll for people giving their opinions. They love it. Um, and it's not to like make me decide if I like it or not. I like it. Jeff, the minute I put it on, I was like, this is the most hideous thing I've ever seen. I'm like, I knew you were going to say that because it's just not his style. Like, let's be real. But I also feel like men are not like, like Neil will be like, that's hideous. I'm like, you don't even realize what, like, I remember when I bought mom jeans last summer right. and then we went to Five Bridges and the young waitress was like, love your jeans. And I Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. We're at a point where we're not looking for our husband's approval and what we're wearing. We're looking for the 20 year old's approval. Female, the 20 year old female. Female, exactly. Not yep. even male. We do not care about males anymore. Nope. We're that old. Yeah. Uh, we do not care what they think. And actually, like at the end of the day, even we don't care. Okay. Saying that we don't care what people think is that's not like a thing. Like I feel like everyone kind of, I care what people think in general in terms of like my family and whatever. Um, but in terms of clothes, no, I do not. I don't care what your opinion is on my style. Right. But I do enjoy a good compliment. Yeah. And it's just fun. I know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have all of these clothes that are from my old style, especially dresses. You know how I liked dresses, huh? Mm-hmm. I haven't put on a dress in a very long time, like a tight dress like I was doing before. Yeah. And I'm like, do I sell them all? Like I have like 20 that I could no, sell. No, like keep a few. Yeah. For like things that I'm like, oh, glad I kept that because they're like more vintage. Yes. Like that, you know what or- I mean? that orange one. Yes. Orange. Like my orange one. Yes. Oh, so mm. gorgeous. So nice. Okay, cool. Okay, good talk. This is really about meal plans. Um, <laughs> okay, so okay, mm-hmm. okay. Meal, meal plans are a huge part of this industry. I do feel like it's shifting, though. I agree. Now, maybe it's our perception because it's what we expose ourselves to. But we often get the convert the the question: Do you give a meal plan? And so then that opens up the door. So we kind of just wanted to address it today and talk about meal plans. Yep. And I guess this is our perception of, and what, what does that even mean? Like what kind of meal plans are we talking about? Like I could say I have a meal plan, my salad, what I eat, whatever. So we are talking about when you seek out someone to tell you what to eat. 
Let's go with that. Like that would be what we consider having a meal plan when it is created uh, by someone else than you. You you like receive a piece of paper and it's like Monday, one quarter of a cup of cottage cheese. And (laughs) I mean, and also I think that a lot of us are, people are uh, asking for meal plans because that's the way in which they've lost weight before. Absolutely. Have you ever done a program uh, for sure giving you a meal plan? For sure. I mean, have I ever finished a program that gave me a meal plan? I mean, there's 100%. no finishing leash. There's no finishing. No, uh, I never like, if it was like, here's yeah. this 12 week meal plan. Never, but okay, I've certainly never finished the 12 weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only one that I did that gave me a meal plan out of like all the, the programs that I did was simply for life. Other than that, um, it was just like either Weight Watchers or, uh, the like local something, something, you know what I mean? Um, where they give you, uh, ideas and like some sort of like thing, like, but it was the only one that was like Monday, this is what you need for breakfast type thing. I know there's many more are really common in the, um, like, uh, bodybuilding world. It is. I was just going to say in the fitness industry, more than weight loss, I would say fitness industry meal plans are huge because they want to hit their macros and they want, you know, so that's not our thing. That's, that's not what we're about. And these, like those people are trying to achieve like 7% body fat. Right. You know that, and that's a whole different conversation that, that those goals. And again, that way of thinking has kind of like bled down to regular humans like us. We say that all the time. We say that all the time. Like, I'm sorry, not everyone wanting to um, change their lifestyle or eat differently than they are eating now or just change their life, let's say, uh, fits in the same mold. Like, I mean, if you're wanting to compete, do fitness competitions, and you've never been overweight, so there's that mindset piece that, that you don't have that someone that's been overweight has like there's it's two different clientels it's two different um journeys and and um two different conversations to be honest I like that yeah and and where are the disconnect and where it concerns me is when again regular humans like us feel like we need to follow a plan for a bodybuilder to to change our life or lose weight so that disconnect is what really uh, bothers me I know what you mean. And, and as I'm thinking of Instagram, where I would get inspo on, um, better nutrition ideas, uh, feeling good in my body, all that stuff, man, is there a lot of fitness coaches more than people like us? Absolutely. And, you know, and what they do is just take what they've learned from bodybuilding and then help other people do the same thing, but not necessarily those necessarily aren't bodybuilders. Or want to be. But they want, what happens is we see with our eyes and we see people's bodies with our eyes and we say, I want that. I actually did a post on on Instagram about abs and, you know, people say, I want abs. Okay, wait. Do you though? Because do you want the lifestyle that goes with abs? Because when we see those bodybuilders, like, man, they work hard. They spend hours and hours and hours lifting heavy. They are very um, dedicated to their nutrition and what they're eating and how much and all that stuff. Um, so you, if you look at a body with your eyes, you need to just not just say, I want to look like that. You want to say, I want to live that exact same lifestyle. 
Yeah, I want to do what they've done. I want to do what they've done for the amount of time that they've done it and the amount of consistency. So it's important that we don't just see with our eyes what we think we want. We really think about what it what it gives us. Because you need to realize that that transformation, that picture, that video that you see, that person, uh, there's a journey behind it. And so you need to also want to to want the journey to get there as much as you want that final product. You know. And another thing that we need to talk about is. Guys, it's dangerous you looking at 25-year-old women who have never been overweight and have never had children and you are comparing your 39-year-old body <laughs> that has had three kids, two pregnancies, a twin pregnancy, you know, yeah. breastfed three kids. Like, what are we doing right now? Yeah. It's no, dangerous. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's certainly not productive. It's not productive. That is a great way to say it. Yeah. Just okay, like us guys. right now talking about meal plans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. So you know what? I'm just going to say it. You already have a meal plan. You do not have to go seek out a meal plan in order for you to lose weight. You have one right now and it has either been serving you for weight loss or has it has not. These are the two uh, situations you might be in. So when you think of yourself okay, I have not been losing weight. I need a meal plan to lose weight. No, it's just your current meal plan, aka really your lifestyle, has not been, you know, has not been serving you in a weight loss journey. It has not been giving you weight loss. And once you have knowledge behind that, you're like, okay, so that would mean <laughs> that my current meal plan is not giving me a deficit. How exactly. can I take my meal plan and make myself into a deficit? Exactly. That so should guys, be the conversation you're having with yourself. Exactly. And the, the, the meal plan that you're given, there's no magic in the broccoli and the chicken. The magic is that that puts you in a calorie deficit. So once you're like, okay, great. So then you look at your own life, your own meal plan and say, how can I start to tweak this so that I can create a deficit in my own life? And I, I listened to an old po podcast of ours and how we really said like everything comes down to knowledge. Knowledge takes out the drama. Knowledge also puts you on the right path. When you have the proper knowledge that is valuable to you and actually puts value into your life. So when you can really understand, like, I, I don't know how many times we can say it, but guys, when you can understand how a human body loses weight and gains weight, this can be huge for you. And the language and the conversations you're having with yourself are going to be more productive towards you making changes. Absolutely. So if someone is listening right now and they are like, okay, great. I want to take my own meal plan and I want to work towards creating a calorie deficit with my own meal plan. Like they're listening and they're like, I agree. I do not want someone to write a meal plan for me. I want to take where I'm at right now and I want to start to create a deficit. What do you tell them to do first? Create awareness, higher awareness around your current lifestyle because it's insane. You deserve more awareness on what you do day in and day out, how you live your life. So not just awareness as in like, okay, from now on we measure everything and we know because you have other things, you do other things. There are other parts of who you are and what you do in a run of a day that are 
as important as what you consume. So how you feel, your hunger cues, um, your, your preferences, like what you like to eat, what you don't like to eat. So creating more awareness around who you are. When, yeah, when you're more hungry, when yes. you feel like when you're craving carbs more. Um, yeah. So we, I would recommend that you guys take a journal. If you're yeah. a Your Weight Loss member, you do the seven-day lifestyle challenge. If you're not, you would get out your own little journal. Take seven days to change nothing in your life, but write every single thing down that you consume, not calories, just what you're eating. And I guarantee you at the end of that seven days, you will have identified specific areas in your life that could be improved in your life, in your meal plan. And the best part is you get to choose if you want to change anything after creating awareness around yourself. And, and when people are saying like, I want to start, but I find it so, so overwhelming. I'm like, what part you, all you need to do when you want to quote unquote start, right. Is to learn more about yourself, your current self, learn more about that person because you are trying to, um, make changes with that person. Right. And so it's very interesting to me that you're trying to seek out outside sources to help you in your journey. That's very, that, that whole concept is very interesting to me. And I think it's the, and I've done it. So obviously I understand why people do it. Uh, it's the vulnerability. It's the being scared of not. And also it's very interesting. People say, I can't make up my own meal plan. I don't have enough knowledge. And I'm like, knowledge on what? What's missing is knowledge about you, who you are, and no one can give you that on a piece of paper. And and I think that comes from years of people feeling like there's the right way and then there's the wrong way, right? And they're scared to do it wrong. Um, they're scared to eat too much of this and bad food. And they also... Uh, often people are unwilling to like give it an extended period of time. So they want to like okay, diet starts Monday. So on by next Monday, I will weigh eight pounds less than I weighed right now. Like they really want that immediate results. Right. So when you just take that pressure off, first of all, realizing there is no right way or wrong way. Um, and then once you, you know, commit to just learning, then I think you're less overwhelmed with starting. It's when they want it perfect. They want to start their perfect. Absolutely. And there's the expectations behind what it should like and, and whatnot. And then I'm like, I'm thinking of how we're, we're out there in this industry of, of helping people lose weight. That's what we do. And I'm, I'm always like, so shocked at how, like, we're a rare breed in what, in how we do it. I know. Because, okay. So let's say you're someone that's like really into, you have a lot of knowledge on the human body, losing weight, um, eating properly, quote unquote. And you're like, someone's like, help me because I want to look like you type thing. Okay. So I think that's where fitness coaches kind of come in. It's like, I have knowledge and they do, and I have experience and they do, you know, but uh, that that conversation can be dangerous because they don't have knowledge and experience on the type of people wanting their help, right? And it's like, I can help you. Oh, okay, how can I help them? How can I help them? Oh, I'm going to tell them what to eat, what not to eat. I'm going to tell them what to do at the gym because that worked for me, you know? And and I and I'm this is not me talking bad about that. I think it's just what they all kind of have in common is their experience with with what they've experienced. Their experience yeah. basically. Yes. Yes. So there's not a lot of two moms you know, losing weight after like before, after having kids, whatever, and, and, and walking as their main activity, helping people change their mindset and their self-awareness, um, and doing what we do. And I, and I think that's why it's like 
so, uh, I guess, uh, it's like an unknown territory for many people that find us. And it like, is, what is happening? It is. And it, it's tempting. I think when you're running a business, um, it would, it's tempting to like give the people what they want. Do you know what I mean? Like we could give you a list. We could give you a meal plan. We could give you a number of calories and, and more people might go, okay, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. But we refuse to do that. And I do think at the end of the day, it's because of our intentions behind what is your weight loss and, and what kind of, we don't want just a transformation result for you. That is not what we're doing. Right. And I think that when, let's say when you uh, join a fitness coach or whatever, they're trying to physically change you. That's their main purpose. And you're joining them to physically change your body. And, and we're more of the, I want to change my lifestyle. I want to change the way I think I want to change. I want to chase my happiness, uh, blah, 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 blah. Then that's where like, okay, you're one of us. Come on in. You know, you'll love what we have to offer. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know that I, you know, started Euro Weight Loss 10 years ago and the first few years leash were heavy into trying to convince me uh, that um, if, if I were to give a meal plan, people would rejoin or be more successful. Absolutely. That message was, was, was said to me way more than it is now, obviously. Yes. Um, but at the beginning, the first few years though, oof, that was, and I was like, just pushing them away. If you are looking for a meal plan, that is not what I want to offer you. You know, that is not what I do. And, and I am proud of that. And I'm not changing. It's not because I don't think I can. It's because I truly believe those aren't my intentions behind this business. And that is not what I want to change in your life. You can do that. You need to be in charge of that. And that's where I talk about what about your cousin's potluck? Are you going to you know, bring your container? What about date night? What about the restaurant? And also not what I experienced. As in, I lost weight without a meal plan. I lost weight going on date night. I lost weight. So just like the freaking fitness coach that got results by calculating macros. That's what they want to give the people. Give the people. Give the people. I don't want to give that to the people. That's not how I got successful, you know? We don't. We want to give you guys the power and we want you guys to figure out how to implement this in your life. Because when you are following a meal plan, you are sometimes putting life on hold so that you can lose weight. And we want them to be one. We want to put them together. Oh, yes. Like when you're not following a meal plan, you are you are having experiences. So like potlucks, date nights, barbecues, um, you know, cooking for your family, all of those things. Every single time that you have an opportunity to decide what you are going to eat as an adult, it is an opportunity. It is a learning opportunity. And you go, wow, that was really filling. Wow. I really enjoyed that. Wow. I made those small tweaks and didn't feel um, deprived or uh, I felt deprived in that moment. All of these things are opportunities. When you're following a meal plan, you are not taking advantage of opportunities to learn about how to live your life as the person you want to be. Oh, so that good. last sentence. At the end of the day, uh, when you were saying opportunities and experiences, it's directly linked to learning. That's what learning is. It's opportunity, like taking opportunities and living experiences is how you learn about life and you learn about what do you want next time? Do you want to repeat that? Like even like an experience is going on vacation. 
That's an yes. experience. That's a, that's life. That's you living right by you learn a lot on vacation and not even about weight loss. Let's go with, with like, Oh, didn't really like an all inclusive. You learned that was an experience you learned. And you're like, next time I like better when I can do my grocery or I like when the kids are being entertained by blah, 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 or, Oh, I hate crowds or I like crowds. That's how you need to get out there and learn and live. It's the only way for you to experience and like, oh, I really didn't like that meal. I loved that meal. If I had more protein in that meal, I think I would be full longer. I'd like to eat breakfast. I don't want to eat breakfast. Like you guys need to take your current life and just look for tiny tweaks that you could make in your current meal plan and you can start to create a calorie deficit tomorrow. Oh my gosh. And everything is enough. It's like, yes, it's always like, oh, well, okay. Small tweaks. Well, you know how many people we've helped start walking because they like legit sat on their couch all these years because it was either I'm going to have to have a fitness coach tell me what to do at the gym or I am nothing. I'm doing nothing. It's, it's very interesting to me. And then they're like, oh my God, I started walking again and I love it. And like, just by knowing, okay, well, walking is better than sitting. So I'm just going to go for a 10 minute walk. Like, but you would have stopped yourself from doing that because you thought that wasn't enough. It was either I am, you know, being told exactly what to do at the gym because apparently there's this like magical five minutes of cardio and then 15 minutes of this. And then that's the magic behind losing weight. Um, oh man. And it's like the same, it's the same thing with your meal plan, right? Right. It's either we're following someone else's perfectly measured curated meal plan, or we're off the deep end, you know, going through <laughs> the McDonald's drive through every day. You're so true. You're so right. Um, and that's our all or nothing perspective when it comes to health and wellness. We really struggle with the whole like, okay, let's just be better. And I think it is because of the expectation of when we're like, okay, we're going to lose weight and needs, we think it needs to be all in. We think it needs to be so hard. We think it needs to be really intense, but really we're not about weight loss. We're about creating a life for yourself that you, who do you want to be? And the weight loss will come. And I find it so interesting how people really dread having meal plans because like, ugh. but, but yet that they think that like it's hard. Following a meal plan is so hard. You are so white knuckling through this journey, girl. And you are doing things that you don't, you're eating things you don't want to eat. You are living a life you don't even want to live yet. You're choosing this. Like it's very all interesting to me. And, um, it's people I, I, willing to suffer short term because they think they're going to get the results. Mm -hmm. But anything that you like, Whatever you're doing to achieve results, if that thing is not sustainable, nor are your results. It's also fake. You're like yeah. faking it. You know what you're I mean? Uh, you're, you're faking it. it. Oh my God. I'm listening to too many um, sex podcasts, but I have I, so many. You could tell, huh? I was, I knew you were, that's where you were going with that. Oh man. There's so many analogies that comes with that, but like, oh it was gosh. just so interesting. Like, oh my God. I mean, we're going to do also a podcast on desire. It's just too much. It just fits perfectly with weight loss and your sex life. But I'm not it's sure just, I'm ready for it. Oh, it's so good. And it's just so true. Like so true. Uh, and like at, at the end of the day, you just want that result, like you said. And you're you're white knuckling, but really you're 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 being fake. So you're not even enjoying the journey, yet you're wondering why you're not desiring the journey, like the thing. Like 
let's go for sex right now. Like, we're going to do two minutes. Okay. Okay. Think can't about wait. Many women want to up their desire. They don't like that. They don't desire sex. Okay. And then they think they're broken because many women our age with t- young kids do not desire sex, but we have it. We want to keep our husbands happy, all of that shit. Right. And she talks about that, which makes you feel normal about the thoughts behind it. And she's like, but are you, it's not that you want to fix your desire. Cause you're like, it's like, you want to fix your motivation. I'll wait till I, I want it. You know what I mean? Um, but really it's because when you you're, it's not pleasurable. Like maybe you don't, the sex is not good. You know, it was very interesting. Okay. Are you taking notes? Yeah. So, and it was like, you think it's your husband's job to make sex more desirable, uh, more pleasurable, yet you're not talking about it. We're not, you're not looking into what you want. You're not in charge. And then yet you say, okay, uh, my desire, is there a pill? Is there something that I could do to want more sex with my husband? But you, you cannot desire something that's not pleasurable. We can fix the pleasure side, but you're not willing to do it yourself. You're not willing to like get the, you know, think about what would, you know, get, get you there. It's very interesting. Oh my God. I loved it so much. I feel like we need more than two minutes to like, I like ice cream, but I don't like melted ice cream, you know? So I desire, like my desire for melted ice cream is very low, you know? But if I make it good, then I want it more. And I was like, yes, I like it. It's very interesting. You can't make something, you can't want, desire something if it's not pleasurable. Okay. It's very interesting. So you want the body, you want the body, you want the abs, you want the whatever, but the journey sucks, but you're ready to white knuckle it through because you want that. Right. Um, but you're not, but then you're like, why don't I want it? Why don't I desire it? Why don't I like, why am I not doing the steps? Because obviously the things to get there are not pleasurable for you at all. Like the broccoli, the salmon, the whatever, like that's not fun. That's not fun at all. That's why you don't want it. That's why you're not motivated because it's not fun. You're not, you know, so think of us every time we have lunch, how friggin' excited we are to eat our salad. Salad is not desirable if it tastes like shit, right? I mean, I agree. You follow what I'm doing? Yes. I feel like if you don't like salad, you're doing it wrong. That's just my personal opinion. Exactly. So if you don't like sex, you're doing it wrong. Right? I mean, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Yes. Uh, She Mm -hmm. says it. This girl, this one person with this one opinion, I'm following her. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. I like it. I think it's so good. I, and I obviously like connected to like you doing things because you think that that's good. And and she's like, so like the stats of like faking your orgasm are like so, so high. So you just want to get through it. Okay. You know what I mean? And then you're wondering why you're not desiring it the next day, you know, because obviously you're like, ah, oh, this again. Oh, the next you know day, I mean? simmer down, simmer down, Neil. Um, <laughs> but I do see what you're saying. And, and you're saying that if you are going about this in a way that is not enjoyable, you're not going to want to continue to do it. So, you you know, so, you know, following a meal plan, honestly, following my own damn meal plan is hard enough, let alone following someone else's meal plan. Absolutely, Alicia. So guys, stop looking out into the world for this magic meal plan and start looking at your own plate and see what am I consuming? How much am I consuming? What am I consuming in sauce, in liquid, in on the weekends? And just start to think about what changes am I willing to make? to my meal plan this week and go from there. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, everyone. This was a mix of 
meal plans and sex talk and I mean all of the good things that all of the people want to hear. They want to um, know everything. They all want to know everything. Okay. So come and see us on um, Instagram. We're there for sure. Subscribe, tell your friends all of the nice things that you can do about this podcast and um, come find us Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook under Your Way Weight Loss or join us. Join us at yourwayrsupport.com. Bye, Leash. See ya.